Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Also, happy Pride Month if you're listening to this in June. If not, better luck next year. Yeah. Better Maybe. luck next <laughs> Sick Boys here. Sick Boys podcast. The podcast where three sick boys sit around and talk talk about video games. This marks this this marks this would mark the second time that I have been sick on the podcast, and the first time all three of us have been sick yeah. for real, not just hungover because we are frequently hungover on this the podcast. This is what we get for making out after every cast. Yeah, yeah. I live my life sick as fuck, man. Don't yeah. Worry. Oh. That's sick with two C's, baby. Yeah. <laughs> sick boy. <laughs> so how you doing? Yeah, it's a little sick, like like you said, but I'm um, ready to have some fun. So this sunny Sunday, yeah. and ready to talk about some uh, lore. What, do you, what? What? I told you guys, I spoiled it. I spoiled it for you guys already. What are we talking about right now? Fallout. The Fallout of being sick. The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants in Fallout. The, <laughs> more like the Brotherhood of the Traveling Dance. <laughs> Paladin dances from Fallout Four. The Brotherhood of the Traveling Power Armor. Yeah, <laughs> I I wrote that joke. The uh, Brotherhood of the uh, of the Traveling Dance. Four days ago, when I was doing this research, oh yeah, and I was just like, man, I love that's, that you and Jamie both got there. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I've not, I've not seen that movie. Yeah. I've seen it physically, like the VHS, yeah. <laughs> but not, not, not whatever's on it. On I the, keep throw, it keeps showing up in my apartment. I keep throwing it out, and I wake up the next day and it's on my coffee. It's like the cat. Again. It's like the cat came back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, don't know. I started going crazy, like just like a, a basket on my front porch. <laughs> I don't even have a front porch. I live in an apartment. <laughs> There's just like a little basket with a cassette tape. Of yeah. Sister of the Traveling Pants, and I'm just like, go away. <laughs> go away. You're just screaming at it every morning. Guys, I put it into my VCR, and a pair of pants crawled out of my television set. <laughs> <laughs> They're all wet. <laughs> it's like the ring. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse you. What, are you sick or something? Yeah, Sick Boys Podcast. <laughs> it's actually called The Lore Boys. It's a video game podcast about game lore. Yeah, Sometimes Don't D- fuck with our brand, Peter. Sorry. Yeah, we're not about, this isn't about germs. It's about yeah. video games. Yeah. We're actually talking about, I mean, you probably figured it out at this point, the Brotherhood O'Steel, which yes. is my Irish uncle, Brotherhood O'Steel. Just from the Fallout series. Which is from the Fallout series. Nice. Now, I was uh, originally going to do a few things. This is the third rewrite. There's a lot of ground to cover. So. How much ground is there, Peter? If you'll humor me. Is we, there as much as that pause? We can get into Whole it. Whole fathoms. That <laughs> it was a dramatic pause. That was a dramatic pause for. I was edit- on the edge of my seat. Yeah. <laughs> dramatic pause for editing purposes. I can't believe I, pay- I can't believe I paid a ticket for this whole seat. I only needed the edge of it. <laughs> yeah. it's like if, it's like if you buy a D box thing, yeah. where it's, and you don't actually like accelerate. It's like what's wrong, baby girl? Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to go fast. Yeah. Is there a problem? Yeah. Why don't you crank that shit up from normal ticket to bitch? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know what I'm talking about here. Anyway. Yeah, I'm not sure either. But uh, D-Box is the the premium uh, seats at the movie theater. Yeah, the oh. Cineplex movie theaters. Yeah, or if you you spend like um, like something 
something exorbitant like $35 to have a chair that vibrates with the movie. Yeah. Ooh. It's like they took you the have technology. To watch the movie? Sadly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they, they take the technology from your controller and then they put it in your butt. You mentioned on the Bad News podcast, James probably hasn't been to a theater in like years and you're not 100% wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When's the last time you went to the movie theater? I can't remember, to be honest. Like, I, I think I went to go. Ooh, no. I think I was in my last relationship, which was like three and a half years ago. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. That's I go, it. Just I a, go fairly often. There you go. That's our shout out. There's the Bad Dudes podcast. Yeah. Fine. We, we mentioned it. Are you fucking yeah, happy? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Quota. Jeremy, we want our check in the mail, goddammit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you send us your fucking one American dollar, and yeah. then we'll cash it in and buy a house in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Also, I hope I can say retroactively that Andrew was on the last episode of uh, Bad News Podcast. I know. I hope so. I hope he's better. We're sick now. Anyway, Brotherhood of Steel. I mean, just say it. We're sick, but we still show up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Guess you're just not that committed. Uh, I love how pretty much Jeremy listens to this and Andrew doesn't, so Jeremy can just laugh at Andrew. Yeah, there we go. The, that. the Steel Bros. Yeah, Steel Bros. Steel Bros. Super Steel Bros. It is a techno-religious paramilitary organization with characteristics of a military order founded by deserters from the United States Army security detail at the Mariposa military base and their families. Oh, cool. Mariposa military. This is going to be. I the, didn't realize they were all deserters. Well, sort of. We'll get into well, what happened. Founded, yeah, well, well, we'll get into what happened. Obviously, this is the uh, the dry, direct copy paste yeah. from the wiki page. Oh, you didn't write that? Just oh no, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't spell deserters <laughs> or United <laughs> States Army for yeah, that matter. Yeah. It's weird because it's spelled deserters. It is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've ever said. That. <laughs> it's deserters. I'm just start saying that deserters. Deserters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I just say it how it looks. The deserters are the <laughs> fat guys who never leave the fucking buffet, man. Like, <laughs> the deserters. deserters are, are the guys who get there, who pick their table at the buffet as close as possible to the buffet. Yeah, so yeah. they can just reach over. <laughs> or they just bring a long enough spoon to get like the the the, the, the greasy chicken wads out yeah, yeah. and like yeah. slap them onto their they, table. They no. tape twelve spoons together yeah. at the buffet. If I'll I learned anything, some chicken and pudding. <laughs> if I learned anything about elementary school engineering, is that once you get like there's a three straw the three straw threshold where you can no longer oh. drink your chocolate milk. I, yeah. yeah. I the remember, suction just doesn't exist. No, it's I remember exactly. being like seven and having a bunk bed and putting like 14 straws together, chocolate milk on the ground, and like drinking from the top. Nothing happened. You get some mist. Did yeah. you get anything? It, it was like, there was a lot of like leakage. So there's, it's pretty it. much just breathing air. But yeah. uh, The integrity of the seal is like weakened a bit with each straw you yeah. add. Yeah, so. yeah. If and you had. N straws, you, yeah. you know. The you length, the length of state. straws, where N is the length of one straw. Yeah. <laughs> 12N minus uh, 3N squared. Yeah. Uh, if you had um, some scotch tape, you could have sealed that up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I should have asked the deserters. They would have known. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Speaking of them, uh, they're dedicated to controlling all the technology in the wasteland. Uh, they, they're, they're just like, no, 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 no. You're, they're very condescending to everybody else. They it's are, like, yeah. You don't know how to use this laser gun. <laughs> sure, it's shaped like a normal gun, and there's a trigger and a magazine on it, but trust, fam, it's yeah. <laughs> way too complicated for your uh, tiny ape brain. Th this toaster oven is way beyond your comprehension, exactly. foolish, yeah. foolish human. It's I, like, at best, you guys could manage, what, fire? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. I no. just remembered why I didn't side with them. I really <laughs> don't like their attitude. Is it yeah. because they're techno-fascists? Yeah. yeah. Yay. I killed um, one of their leaders in Fallout 4 because he had really nice... Uh, I liked his uh, haircut and his jacket. Did you take his haircut? No, he couldn't, but Can you I wanted his jacket. Yeah. Was it Arthur Maxson, the guy in the blimp? 
Uh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. He has a nice uh, like collar and like this fuzzy jacket, but we'll get to it later, I'm sure. Well, spoilers on Jamie's playthrough of Fallout 4. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> If you're not following us at twitch.tv slash the lore boys. Especially that game that he's never streamed. Which, yeah, yeah, I mean, that that never happened on stream, but <laughs> I just figured it was a good time to plug the rest of our shit. Yeah. Uh, could stream it, probably wouldn't be that interesting. Yeah. So let's Could stream it, but I won't. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't gaslight me. Don't gaslight me like that, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they've been an influential group in the history of the Wasteland, uh, first as a survivalist group before they kind of got their bearings, uh, then a major research and development house, and then finally as the enemy, enemy of the new California Republic. Um, they were fighting a bitter war for controlled technology in New California, and then they were defeated in the West, then the Brotherhood would be reborn in the eastern reaches of the continent under Elder, Elders Owen, Lyons, and Arthur Maxon. Oh. Arthur, Elder Maxon. That's how I didn't remember Arthur because most people called him Elder Maxon. Yeah, yeah, it's Arthur Maxon is the uh, Elder is, is is the sexy yeah, yeah Eldorado Maxon <laughs> uh, was the sexy uh, airship captain in Fallout Four. God, he's so hot. That dashing young lad so with that man. sexy jacket. No, the Mapplemore haircut, but a little longer on the top. Oh Ooh. hell yeah! Yeah, and then the, then the, the sexy jacket. And he's all like beefy, like he's got barrel chested yeah. but shit it was yeah. 99 caps yeah, yeah. Uh, don't need a 12 straws take a, a tall drink of that bad boy yeah. no <laughs> yeah that drink of water is tall enough that i don't need a straw for that <laughs> Dude, that's a good one ethan i, like that. I want that on a t-shirt yeah, put yeah. that on a piece of corn yeah dude, or call the bringing that back <laughs> are we lore boys merch corn i i probably probably retro merch we should, we'll Go to the Lore Boys uh, roadside corn stand. Look, if, Nint- stand. if Nintendo can sell us Mega Man 2, whatever, five, 6,000 times, I can sell you a t-shirt with a piece of corn on it. <laughs> yeah. One day. One day. When we have... One day we'll get you. Yeah, when we've been doing this for 30 years, yeah. then that'll, that'll be our time. Yeah. We'll disguise it as something else. So... There's going to be a little bit of crossover, a little bit of mix and match. Um, I would very... This is one of the times where I'm not just going to refer to a previous episode i would suggest our last episode hosted by the lovely i didn't introduce you people actually you didn't <laughs> oh, i wasn't worried the about fuck? it uh hosted by the lovely james miller next standing next to the lovely vanna white he did an episode about fallout leading up to the great war oh, yeah the follow so th- these two episodes go to weather go to weather <laughs> like <laughs> we pe- dedicate these episodes to weather yeah. You're beautiful. You're beautiful and sunny. Thanks, big guy. It's you're, actually, you're a ray of light on a cloudy day. It's a wonderful... Anyway, James Miller, <laughs> over here, right here, he hosted an episode about Fallout. Uh, these oh, two go together like peaches he? and cream. If you haven't listened to that one, honestly, listen to it. Like, it's one of my favorite episodes to research, to record. Like, if I had to uh, to advertise the Lore Boys, I would use that episode at this moment. So, check it out. It's really good. Leaves yeah. on a good cliffhanger. Great. Episode. I would use... Uh, t- two sexy ladies in bikinis to advertise the Lord Boys. Nice. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Named Ethan and James. People love them. People love ladies named Ethan and James. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? You want to introduce I'm I'm Peter O'Donohue. I forgot. I'm sorry. This is this is what you get when we're all sick. I'm Ethan and I'm falling down a well. Oh. Well, there he goes. Yeah. Mm. What's the lore though? Bad pun. <laughs> um but yeah, uh these two episodes go together very well. I would recommend listening to them in quick succession. I think you should ignore your family for at least three hours. Yeah, and listen to the sound of our voices, yeah. uh, which Dude, is objectively more important than try your and book it at like you. Do you have family that you don't like so much? And you have a family function to go to for yeah. the July barbecue. 
just put just plug us in your ears. Like a son who's a bit just taller than you. Just agree with us. Just yeah. agree with us whenever we say something, and it'll probably line up with your annoying Uncle Betsy. Uh, it, it, Uncle Betsy is the worst. When she's telling you about her two shih tzus. We're what always up to. Exactly. And we're, we're having a shared experience over here. We're just like warming up some steamed sausage, too. And like, exactly. yeah, that's what yeah. you're doing over there. Worst uncle, barbecue. worst dogs. <laughs> anyway. That's what we call this heat wave. Warming up some steamed sausage. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, so this was kind of uh, in the middle, in the midpoint of the last episode where Jambo was talking about um, the Great War. In 2076, uh, the biological research division of the company called West Tech. You look like you got something to say? No, I don't. Just no. doing weird shit with your hands? Yeah. I'm, uh, no, he's just beating himself. He's, he's, just, just, <laughs> he's just holding on. Buddy, buddy drank a whole pot of coffee while he's coming off a four-day headache. Just, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, Jesus Christ, he's yeah. just relaxing. Get ready, boys. We're getting the biological research division. He's like, whoa. Like, he's, like, he's like the Max L really, guy really getting blow, blown away by a cassette in his couch. <laughs> That's an 80s reference, I guess, for some reason. I've never been to the 80s. In 2076, the biological research division of the company called West Tech okay. Boys. Oh, it's not West Tech. The same that cre- it's West, <coughs> as in West Coast. Excuse me. Okay. West I thought Coast it was like West Anderson's Coast. Technologies. No, it's like Western Technology. Okay. But it's T E K because they're cool like that. Yeah. Because oh, it's yeah. one of those fucking Silicon Valley cool companies it's, where it's, sure the guy wears a T-shirt under a sports jacket, but he also has a tie loosely tied around his neck. Yeah. You know. It's uh it's weird. It always and throws jeans. me because it's West Tech. Uh, T-E-K, and Vault Tech from our last uh, episode that we talked about is T-E-C. Oh, Neither yeah. of them spell it right, and both of them spell it different. Yeah. <laughs> Branding. Uh, look at Grindr, Tinder, Uber. Well, Uber's right, but... Uber's but just not all, in English. See, yeah. Grindr and Tinder... Uh, no, Tinder uses D-E-R? I don't know. Tinder does uh, use D-E-R. I've been out of the dating game. Um, but they spell it right. Uh, I don't get your analogies. Well, a lot of these tech companies today are like putting little short things. If you look at, like, yeah. new emerging tech companies, so many of them drop the E on an ER ending. Yeah. Like, like, grinder, like rappers with that word like, we can't say. The one I have the most experience with is grind. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, West Tech, they were notable. This is, this is, this is kind of where I made the, the decision to rewrite this script, was uh, West Tech created Power Armor. Cool. Which was first impl- implemented when? Uh, it's the Alaskan, uh, what was it called? It was the resource wars like uh, in Alaska when China was invading. Yeah, buddy, during the Sino-American War, as yeah, they Sino-American call it. Yeah. Uh, they were also working on the Pan-Immunity Virion, or PIV. Uh, the PIV was supposed to cure what was known as the New Plague, which was an American biological weapon that was accidentally released when the Chinese tried to steal it, and some clumsy guards broke the containers when shooting the Chinese. <laughs> Insert more cartoon sound effects. Like, <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. like, cut this in. Exactly. Yeah. The, we uh, took down them Chinese guys, but all they's had was a bunch of broken glass in their pockets. Like, you idiot. <laughs> the virus was in that glass. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, whoopsie daisy. <laughs> um, this would lead to around 20,000 deaths after okay. the release of the new plague in Colorado. Wow. Now, because of PIV or no PIV was PIV was the cure. Uh, was the, the PIV cure. was supposed to be the is was supposed to be the cure for the new plague. This uh, would then lead to the development of the FEV which is the forced evolutionary virus, which is the chemical goo that is used to create super mutants on the West Coast. Oh, cool. that's cool. Yes. FEV makes super mutants. Cool. Yes. So the PIV was, like, they were already a company and they were making other things and they made this in response, or this was, like, their first product? They made the PIV in response to the new plague. Okay. And then they were just like, well, if we can just evolve people, 
they'll just be immune to this, so we should do that. And that's where we get the FEV, which is the forced evolutionary virus. Okay, which after the bombs fell, creates super mutants, or? That's what we're going to get into that. Okay. They're, we do talk, we, we are going to get into the FEV a little bit, because the Brotherhood okay. does kind of run afoul of some flesh-eating monsters hither and thither across <laughs> their history. Yeah, makes sense. Um, due to their progress, the United States uh, Defense Department, in fear of internal espionage, obviously, because they'd already had some fucking chemicals stolen and then destroyed, mm-hmm. uh, moved a military team under the command of Colonel Robert Spindle and Captain Roger Maxson, which is an important name that we've heard already, the father of a... onto the site to oversee the project, now dubbed the FEV project. And then on January 7th, 2077, all FEV research was moved to the newly constructed Mariposa military base in California to commence testing of the virus on human subjects. Okay, cool. Uh, The security team was transferred to the newly constructed base as well to provide protection for the research going on within Sydney. However, they were not informed of the nature of the research. So when they asked what all the screaming was from behind the room without windows, they were just like, it's birds. (laughs) <laughs> we had this big room full of birds Don't in there. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's just voids. It's just a bunch of birds. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think you should probably ignore all the screaming and cries for help. Yeah, yeah. Because what we have is actually uh, parrots. Yeah. Is hey, what's in hey, that room. Hey, what's behind that door? Um, murder. What? Um, murder. Yeah. Murder of crows. Yeah. <laughs> murder, murder, murder of crows. Yeah, don't worry about don't it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, murder crows, the band. <laughs> that's flock of seagulls actually fuck is it i was like yeah there's was... almost definitely a band called murder of crows you know what murder of crows if you're out there tweet at us we'll uh we'll, we'll uh we'll set your single to our intro music i'm gonna yeah. start a band called murder of seagulls that's way cooler yeah <laughs> yeah really you want to be like a like a bunch of like a gang of murderous like flying rats cheer cheer sea rats thank you very much sadly the bird thing that i just made up lore boys canon though did not last. They okay. were just like, there's only so many times you can convince someone that, oh God, oh God, help me. Why? Why are you doing this? Oh is God, is not, in fact, a bird. Uh, How many on, times is that? I don't know. It from January to October, so you can do it for ten months. Apparently, yeah, these wow. not the Brotherhood didn't start off. They're not none too swift. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sorry guys, my my sinuses are all clogged up and I'm a little foggy. What are we hiding as birds right now? I'm I'm, I'm kind of lost. The FEV. The, the FEV, FEV which yeah. is the, the forced evolutionary that... virus, which okay. creates super mutants. Yeah. They were experimenting with it okay. on people, and creating running. horribly deformed lepers, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. And just like sweeping it under the carpet. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. They and not NSA here. They did They didn't tell the security. Okay. Uh, they this charade as they say, went on for 10 months until October 10th. So we are, in, I know normally we don't cover dates anymore exactly, but in the it's events leading up to the Great War. Yeah, it's not a rule. It, you it, know? It, yeah. I find like... I've gone rogue, guys! Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know our podcast is all about rules and structure. But. No, yeah. <laughs> I find like it, in like deep space ones, I'm not super willing to talk about like, hey, in 2081, and then also in 2082. Like if it has relevance, then cool, but like, I, yeah, this is relevant. Yeah, it's I like history. Saw on Earth. History. I like dates. Great source of fiber. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I tried to keep a straight face at you for a second. I just uh, couldn't. Um, the situation unraveled shortly before October 10th, 2077. Through unknown means, possibly the screaming, uh, the soldiers <laughs> stationed at Numeriposa discovered the fact that the scientists under their care were performing experiments with the FEV on military prisoners. Oh, shit. Yeah. Of all people to be experimenting on. I know. (laughs) So this would constitute, because, of course, the annexation of Canada, this would be uh, Canadian dissidents, 
We know that Canadians can be very annoying when they feel all high and mighty and better than Americans. They are super prone to uh, hyper-evolution. Oh, oh, yeah. Dude, Canadians turn into the fastest super mutants. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which I, is not in my notes. The buddy got bit by a beaver, dude. Grew buck teeth like a week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then we have this thing here called beaver fever, which is actually just violent diarrhea. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Here in Kujwak. Yep. Our, our second episode in Kujwak. Is it? Are we back? Yeah, we're back here in Kujwak. Oh, yeah. Let's try I never would have come here if we weren't. Uh, shooting on location. That's true, yeah. Uh, this revelation prompted the nervous breakdown of Colonel Spindle, who locked himself in his office, and then Captain Maxon was the only officer left to uh, handle the deteriorating situation. So where he was just, where they were just like, hey, um, Mr. Spindle? Uh, you yes, what is it? We, um, I think we've been protecting the bad guys this whole time. What? And, he, and then he's just like, what? And like opens his blinds and there's just like this huge room full of vats of goo and tortured prisoners. <laughs> just just like, lepers, like, oh my God. Help us, help us. Oh, no. Captain, you didn't open your blinds for 10 months? He's just like, it's been sunny and there's glare on my computer screen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I open it, I see a bunch of lepers out there. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that was us. Yeah, I didn't think that was us. I thought that was the park next to our yeah. building. <laughs> Colonel Spindle, we're underground. It was very clearly, <laughs> very clearly the same establishment. Anyway, he locked himself in his office. Okay. Colonel Maxson was left by himself to take care of this situation, which, you know what? Not great for morale when you find <laughs> out you've been dipping other people in horrible acid yep. and turning them into monsters. So, to prevent a mutiny, um, Captain Maxson... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, mutiny. Hey! I didn't even notice that. I'm yeah, sorry. I know. No, I didn't notice it until Jamie started laughing. <laughs> Uh, soldiers were screaming for blood, and the whole situation uh, was at risk of devolving into another blood orgy, just like our old porn star buddy, Devlin Stone. Oh, my God, that was a long time. This is the Battletech tie-in? Oh, yeah. I'm, I, I'll never stop. You'll never Every stop, single yeah. time. I'm just like, Super Mario fucking uh, takes a warp pipe to the periphery, yeah. Super Mario Galaxy lore right now, yeah. and how it's also connected to Battletech, oh. Warhammer 40K, and Event Horizon. <laughs> And the, the Kennedy assassination. And the Kennedy assassination. And, and what? Flat Earthers. Yeah, oh, dude, especially. <laughs> um, in Super Mario Galaxy, all those little spheres? Bullshit. The game's... It's a video game. <laughs> On October 12th, when Maxon had to step in to prevent one of his subordinates from killing a member of the science team, who was just like, you fucking monster, yeah, probably, yeah. is what he said. We don't have a quote here. You killed Charlie, you son of a bitch. You turned him into a monster. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Poor Johnny from Bur Brooklyn. Poor Johnny from Brooklyn's a centaur now. They'll Centaurs, the for the uninformed, oh, have cool. six or seven human hands as legs, uh, just a torso with bone spikes poking out where their arms used to be, and their human head has three horrible tentacles poking out of it. So is this post-fallout? Nope. The FEV was invented Jesus. before the war. This is so cool. I had no idea. Yeah, centaurs and super mutants and were the around FEV. before the bombs dropped. Yep, because they were trying to cure the new plague, and they were just like, Wait, "That's centaurs? amazing!" But was instead centaurs? of cough syrup, what if we made monsters? Yeah. Centaur, was that some meme that you just threw out there, or that centaurs are in? It's Fallout? an enemy in Fallout. Centaurs are enemies they in have, all of the Fallout games. They have five, four, six arms, something like that. It's like they're like short. They look like I don't know, like a slug monster, but it's like a human torso and face, and they have like tentacles coming out of their mouth. 
I'm not sure if that's how they're looking for it, because I, ha I haven't played it I that don't much. know. No, they don't have them in 4 anymore, because 4 lacks imagination, substance, and quality. Uh, <laughs> they have just, like, angry dog things now. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's why I don't know them. Yeah, the, 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 the centaurs themselves are in Fallout 1, 2, possibly Tactics, and 3. Not and yeah, in New Vegas. They, have, they might be in New Vegas. I don't remember. I don't think so. I replayed it recently. I don't remember seeing them. Um, they have, yeah, like, six Could human hands as legs, and they kind of just drag this fat, gross body behind them. Oh. And then they have an enemy and follow. They right? have like an upright torso, oh, wow. yeah. and then, like I said, just chunks of bone that poke out in like weird places. And then, yeah, human face and three tentacle tongues that just kind of flop around. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, they're really they cool enemies. As far as I know, lovely. their attack, their ranged attack, does no direct damage, but gives you huge amounts of radiation, radiation. poisoning. So after the discovery here, the soldiers, obviously, like I said, screaming for blood. Uh, on October 12th, when Maxon had to step in to prevent one of his subordinates from killing a member of the science team, he ordered interrogations of the science team under his authority as acting commander. He hoped to prevent a full mutiny by offering his troops a semblance of justice. So he's just like, uh, it, it, it's just like all showboating, basically, yeah, yeah. right? The, the scientists responsible are, are gone on suspension with pay. Exactly. <laughs> 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 Turn a bunch of unarmed civilians into into mutants, and they had body cam footage. But it's just like, uh, and it's just like uh, uh, suspension with pay. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Here's the here's this unarmed uh, here's the scientist performing unarmed experiments on a civilian, and caught on body cam. You won't believe what happens. Now. Yeah, he's just like, hey, I'm going to turn this guy into a mutant if my name isn't Peter O'Donoghue. Yeah, yeah. And that's my name for real. And my birthday is June 30th, 1991. Yeah. And like that like that whole thing, just like, well, we can't be sure it was him. Yeah, yeah. My social insurance number is this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I like the fact this went on for 10 months without them noticing. It, it harkens back to uh, Superman's dumb friend, Steven, who is just like, He's the guy who couldn't tell that Superman was Superman yeah. through his glasses. He's just like <laughs> sitting at the table with one of his mutated friends, just like, you know, Jack, did you get a new haircut? But he's like all bald with three tongues. Like he's like eating human. Yeah. He's like eating human body parts out of a big cast iron pot. Like I haven't eaten yet today. That stew kind of sounds nice. Yeah, yeah. just just like just like man gristle from <laughs> from between our bones. Subject to man gristle. Uh, <laughs> the first scientist was brought before Maxon a day later on October thirteenth. Chief researcher Bobby Anderson uh, explained that the human experiments at the facility were sanctioned by the government. Oh, he was shit. just like, hey, we was just following orders from also President Richardson, for okay. the record. That's what we... So is this where... It, I know we're not touching the Enclave, but is this kind of where it would have would have touched on the Enclave? I yeah. know what the Enclave is. Uh, the Enclave... That's true, they're gone by Fallout 4. Um, the Enclave, absolutely. Because the Enclave is the president they're yeah. the, the there's some other very very interesting faction that i might cut that i'll definitely cover at some okay, point because yeah. they're, they're they're awesome they're if we're if we're going to introduce ideas like i uh, explained them to little old me basically um after the fallout they were like they were another faction like the brotherhood of steel like the ncr yeah. but they were the ones who had the president like the former president of the united states back the, well not even then the president of the united states is there is an actual president like a guy in a suit in fallout 2 yeah okay cool yeah and he's in a lot of he's giving speeches in like a lot of robots in fallout 3 mm -hmm. okay he's, it's an that's a different guy i talk about him though he's important in, in this story yeah. Well, that's uh, that's John Henry Eden. Pre uh, President Richardson oh, okay. is in Fallout 2, who dies at the end of that game. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, spoilers, I guess. 
No. You yeah. have the option to... You're a bad We're, enough dude to kill the president. That's it. Yeah. Um, he outlined the program to the captain. So he was just like, listen, sanctioned by the government, here's everything that we got, direct orders from the president of the United fucking States. Yeah. What are um, we supposed to do? Yeah, exactly. What Not commit horrible atrocities? Yeah, exactly. That guy told us to. Yeah. We've, we've <laughs> been dun- voted for him. We've been dunking people into the FEV. When Trump says dunk, you dunk. You dunk, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when he says dunk, you say how high. And then he's like, that doesn't make any sense because that's a <laughs> downward motion. You're like, that's fine. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, basketball kind of makes sense, but yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not much of a sportsman. No, but well, I, I really think that's what you're going for. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Well, I, I didn't really, I don't play basketball, but I really like tying together what Trump's trying to say. Okay, fair, fair, fair. Yeah. It's a hobby of yours? Yeah. You, yeah, you I, to, lo- I love it because of the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> You're like an interpreter. Yeah. You have to embed yourself fair. like an anthropologist for 30 years, yeah, and yeah. then you come out and you're just like, no, it was all stupid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We were wrong. Yeah. Now, how do I link a tweet about supporting the troops and a witch hunt? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> There's a couple of keywords. One, witches. Possible sorcery afoot. So I'm gonna, that's a side note here. Yeah. They might be pagans. Yeah. All troops are pagans. Yeah, all troops are pagans. Yeah. Lower oh. boys canon. Yeah. yeah. Support your troops. Trump canon. Yeah. Trump canon. Exactly. <laughs> Most that sounds we- like something you'd have in a sports game. A Trump canon. Yeah. <laughs> what are you like? What would you? What would you launch at people? Um, propaganda. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two base. Yeah. Two phase. <laughs> so anyway, he outlined uh, he outlined the program to to Captain Maxon, emphasizing the fact that it was government ordered. And when Maxon refused to believe him, he was like, "No, the president would never tweet something like that." <laughs> <laughs> um, the scientist lost his nerve and started screaming about how he was just following orders, and how he was a military man just like Maxon. Uh, the captain shot him in response. He was just like, "Nope." Did, the tweet's not real, so he killed him. I, I love the idea of all this happening behind closed doors, too. It yeah. absolutely did. Like, no, no, yeah. no. Uh, the scientist was going to give a statement, but he went crazy, and we had to shoot him. Yep. He went, he went like, Cujo crazy. <laughs> you should have been there. He Whoa. frothing at the mouth, yeah. climbed up a tree to eat a cat. Was very <laughs> odd. Was the officer wearing a body cam? Uh, he was, but the footage was lost. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it was turned off uh, at the request of the deceased. Um, he rationalized it as trying to prevent a full-scale mutiny once again but he didn't believe it he was just like nope no, no, no. Uh, the killing of Robert Anderson, which was the scientist that they had questioned, okay. was effect- effectively established Maxon as a leader of the rebellion. Uh, his position was further reinforced just two days later on October 15th when he attempted to speak to Colonel Spindle through the door of his office. Um, it soon became clear that the colonel had completely lost touch with reality, so Maxon and several of his men broke down the door just in time to hear the colonel apologize and shoot himself. So oh, he didn't know, but as soon as he found out he was completely overcome with guilt. Uh, subsequent scientist interrogations invariably ended in executions. So oh, every time he was just like, hey, the president tell you to do this? And they were like, yeah, and he'd kill him. Although to be fair, it's like, these are Nazi doctors, right? Like performing pretty, horrible experiments on much. prisoners of yeah. war. Like, exactly. I'm empty your sure, pockets. And uh, they got those yeah, like skull yeah. measuring calipers. Just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <gasps> No. <laughs> Nazi doctors, I'm pretty sure, are called optometrists. What? <laughs> Nazi! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Got the title of the episode right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That was really good. That was fucking oh. hilarious, yeah. 
Holy shit. Jamie makes me happy. Not that not that I don't think you're funny generally. No, Jamie. That's all right, man. I almost said not that I don't think you're funny generally, Nazi doctor. Yeah. <laughs> so, optometrists, every time they asked them, um, do I need glasses? And they were like, Yeah, they'd kill him. <laughs> Basically. Um on October twentieth, twenty seventy seven, uh Captain Maxon declared his unit declared his unit in full succession of the United States over the radio. So he was just like, we out, bitches, and then subsequently dropped the ham radio because that's the technology they had yeah. at this time. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> People all over the world grabbed their headphones <laughs> in, in data. <laughs> Uh, and then a day later, he ordered the families of the soldiers under his command to take shelter within the facility. And then finally, on October 23rd, 2077, something else important happened, which you can find out about in our last episode, uh, the end of the world or whatever, who cares? Um, <laughs> Bombs did drop. Yeah. Whatever. Two Flash hours on yeah. the horizon. World level in two hours. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Life's hard. Get over it, millennials. Okay. <laughs> Um, two days later, they took some readings outside, and luckily, there were no significant amounts of radiation around the Mariposa military base, because mm-hmm. nobody really knew what was going on there, right? So the Chinese, or the Ruskies, or vault wink, 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 <laughs> fucking lore boys conspiracy theories, yeah. <laughs> uh, did not consider Mariposa to be a high-priority target, so nobody got, fools. nobody got bombed. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, fun fact about uh, nuclear weapons... Uh, they're generally detonated in the air uh, because there is less radiation fallout. If they impact the ground, they seed radiation into it and last longer. If you oh, yeah. blow it up in the air, well, people still live in Hiroshima, right? And that shit would last for 40,000 years. If you think of a bomb as a sphere, though, like you, uh, like an explosion as a sphere. The bomb is flat, bro. No, but yeah, you'd want, you'd want it to hit the ground, though, so it hit the most damage possible, especially in a nuclear fallout. Well, you'd no, think- they also do more damage when detonated in the air because if they hit the ground, not only do they seed radiation into the earth, uh, they send most of their force directly into the ground doing no damage. Yeah. Oh, uh, so you want to blow up like they do more damage. Yeah, you oh, blow it up in the air yeah, and it's like got nowhere high. to go but out. If you picture the explosion as a sphere falling towards the ground, I guess the sweet spot would be somewhere in the lower half of the blow up sphere exactly, to like yeah. to let it hit. Yeah. Not so, too high. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, they don't want a crater because craters absorb a lot of the impact. That's that's right? yeah, that's a big So, if you got if you if you need to kill a lot of people, remember kids. Air blast. Blow your bomb up in the air. Yeah, blow you your load in the air. Time detonation. Exactly. <laughs> your payload. Yeah. What? This is not a sex education podcast, okay, Ethan? Let's could be. Reel it in. Yeah. Lore boys, sex. We've been ed. trying to branch out. Sex ed boys. We just said we're trying to like. Oh, hey, I, we're I looking like for some things. other shit to do in our already <laughs> in, in our already packed schedules. We want to do more shit because apparently we want to build some kind of lore can we, boys media. Can we have empire. a sex education podcast? Yeah. Sure. I'd really like to learn. <laughs> I've made so many, so Here, many mistakes. How is baby make? <laughs> okay, well, uh, where the the girls, that's where they pee, and you take where you pee, and you touch them together once, and then's uh, there's like a there's, bolt of lightning. Then's babies. Yeah, yeah. There's and four days later, a, a teenage boy is made. Yeah. If there's not a rainbow, <laughs> you're doing it wrong. <laughs> if there's no rainbow, you did it wrong. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so Maxon, after getting out, and they'll just be like, all right, the weather's good. 
Apparently nobody tried to kill us. Yeah. It's too hard. <laughs> so uh, let's get the fuck out of here. Uh, he ordered everyone to leave the base and head for the Lost Hills Bunker, which would become the headquarters of the Brotherhood of Steel on the West Coast. Okay. Uh, in November, a few weeks later, they arrived at the bunker after suffering a few casualties. Uh, the soldiers, however, were protected by T-51B power armor, which... Uh, Google it. It's the one Not from that. the cover of Fallout 1. Yeah. Is a T-51B. It's on that box. I can picture it. Um, their families had no armor to speak of, however. Uh, marauders that had attacked the caravan. So basically, people went tribal in eight days. In the wasteland. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's just like, well, I... Doesn't it Power's out. Yeah, time I don't think it would take very long. I, I mean, mean look at, what was that uh, the, the prison experiment, the Stanford prison experiment? Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. They yeah, yeah. Like, like, you're going to be... Um, Within five days. Yeah. You're going to be guards, and you're, you're going to be, be guards, you're going to be prisoners. Five days later, people who saw each other as equal people started beating people up. Yeah, yep. because, the like, people who were, who were appointed to be guards were just like, yeah. let's beat the shit out of these fucking prisoners. Lord it, of the Flies put a bunch of kids on exactly, there. Exactly. Yeah. Like, we're just, we're based things, and society's holding us together. RuPaul's Drag Race. Exactly. Yeah. It's a, good, a doggy dog. That is a great example of what, what could happen. Yeah. <laughs> also, happy Pride Month. If you're listening to this in June, if not, better luck next year. Yeah. Better there's... luck next year. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not, set, uh, set your calendar. Yeah, exactly. June 2019 or 2020. Yeah. Who knows when you're listening? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who knows when you're listening? It's going to be on the internet forever until yeah. the world ends, apparently. Um, so marauders, anyway, attacked the families because they were just like, man, these aren't encased in nigh indestructible power armor. Uh, though the attackers paid with two lives for every one they took, many were lost, including Roger Maxson's wife. Uh, no. However, his son... That sounds like something that might radicalize someone. Survived, exactly. <laughs> uh, the Lost Hills became the bastion of technology, uh, armor, lasers, the whole shebang. Okay. Right? Because cool. they weren't nuked. Well, no, not directly. Right. And also, they managed to leave Mariposa clad in armor carrying lasers okay yeah. excuse me um as the brotherhood grew it developed its own caste and rank system uh drifting away from the united states armed forces it originated from and in 2135 uh roger maxson died of cancer Yikes. oh shit yeah um already a legendary figure to the brotherhood he was essentially deified as the founder f- founder <laughs> founder and deliverer uh, and his son maxon ii replaced him as high elder while his grandson john maxon joined the paladin cast okay. so the brotherhood changed <laughs> That's to our a, other podcast, a very yeah. Yeah, the, the <laughs> paladin cast <laughs> they had a very we'll talk um, about uh, paladins the, game. <laughs> the <laughs> game that nobody plays yeah. <laughs> well they none heal, of us at they least. Hurt, they it's coming to the switch dude yeah. huh coming to the switch i've always been kind of curious about it it's, it looks like free overwatch yeah and they've got their own pharah like i'm down with that yeah. it's like a dragon guy instead of a lady so <laughs> like, fucking done what's that other one that went under paragon paragon yeah. r.i.p done, done. yeah r.i.p no like two we two months ago their servers yeah yikes around yeah this uh this bit about uh maxim and maxim and maxim's son reminds me of the blake jihad a lot Oh from, yeah, from our well, BattleTech episode where they uh, the founder is accidentally deified by a bunch exactly, of religious yeah. lunatics. He just yeah. dies, and everyone else is like, "Well, I guess he was our Lord and Savior." Yeah, it was probably Jesus too. Yeah. He just didn't talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Reminds me of Blake Jihad. Reminds me of day to day life, maybe a little bit, but I'm not going to expand on that. Yeah, um, okay. yeah, Jamie leads a very interesting life that we don't <laughs> talk about. The, check out our third podcast, uh, a life, of, uh, a day in the life of Miller. Yeah, yeah. I think the third podcast was not. It was hosted by me and was very rowdy. So if you want to listen to it, do. But if you don't, I, I get it. What? He missed it. But it's right. cool. Anyway. Yeah. 
Life of the Miller, third separate podcast because we were gonna do the Paladins podcast. Oh, sorry, you, sorry. You thought third episode, guys. I am sunburned and sick, <laughs> and I'm like behind the times at the moment. It's okay, yeah. man. Dude, yeah, dude, man. Well, yeah, just fun. like <laughs> set this one, set this one on your watch later. I was gonna list. let it slide. People didn't want to let yeah. it slide. Okay. Set this one in your watch later list. You know what? Next time you've got a cold, just snuggle up to us. We all got yeah. colds, man. Except the dog, she's just licking her butt right yeah. now. Yeah. Take a butt. You guys ever tired, cold, and sick? Just snuggle up, put your ears in, and snuggle to the bosom of Lore Boys. And yeah, cozy. All snuggle, three of us snuggle up to our ASMR podcast. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> uh, so glad to have you. ASMR here. Boys sick. coming soon. <laughs> so glad you're sick. Uh, here with us on the uh, Lower Boys ASMR. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no! Not this again. Oh no. Hey, if we're gonna do ASMR, we will make Mad Bank. Peter, I'm weirdos. editing. <laughs> I'm just gonna loop you making that noise for an hour and release it. <laughs> you know what, motherfucker? You do whatever you want. Yeah. You guys have no input on the art. I have no input on the cut. Uh, yeah. That's it. It's all fucking sorcery as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, the cast system for the... Uh, for some reason, I was like, the cast system of the Lore Boys. <laughs> the cast system of the Brotherhood is very medieval knight. They've got scribes, paladins, yeah. squire, knights. Knights, elders, paladins. all that shit. Paladins, exactly. Uh, paladin dance. Paladin dancing in the dark. Don't start a fire. Don't start. Can't start a fire without a flame. Spark. Yeah. Whatever. More fallout though. Stop this now. No, just leave it there. It's uh, Duds Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Uh, in 2150, they clashed with a gang of raiders known as the Vipers. Okay. Uh, the battles intensified in subsequent years. Okay. Subsequent. That's convincing. Get the let off some steam there. Oh my god! It's just I just tripping over my teeth for Christ's sake. Uh, culminating in the death of High Elder Maxon in 2155. Oh no. Uh, he expected the raiders to break formation and flee when faced with the Brotherhood warriors clad in power armor. He was just like, nah, we'll spook them real good. Look at how scary we is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but did not account for their religious ferocity. There's and then a, fervor. a poisoned arrow nicked him while his helmet was off and he died within hours. Mm. I love it. It's like, oh, they'll never beat us. We have this unstoppable power armor. Well, I'm just going to take off my helmet. Yeah. I really can't breathe in this thing. Like, yeah, exactly. in the fucking head. Oh, it was yeah. the 50s, man. You know how much you're using oil? It's, oh, it's like the 50s forever, right? Yeah, like, exactly. They probably had to stop to take cigarette breaks every 10 minutes. <laughs> Just like smoke inside their helmets. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly. it. He's like, hang on, boys. I need another fresh and re- uh, another cool and refreshing Laramie cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> and he just like, takes his helmet off and he's like, yeah. Yeah. nothing beats the smooth and clean draw of an unfiltered <laughs> Laramie. Yeah, yeah. 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 It like threw the like, cigarette. Right the cigarette. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it like flips open like in a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Joe Camel is there in like a power, it's like a power armor, but he's just like Joe Camel. Like, yeah. Hey, hey. Guys, you want a cigarette, buddy? There's some artwork for <laughs> he's you. He's got a power armor jock strap on his nose. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Hey, maybe maybe you found the meme. <coughs> um, this would leave his son John Maxon to eventually become the elder. Okay. Now we're getting kind of into the kind of periphery we're surrounding the games here. Uh, in twenty one sixty one, which is when Fallout One is set, um, the Brotherhood discovered this is almost hundred years after the bomb. Yes. Right, yeah. yeah. Coming up on it. Yeah. Um, this is like fifty years later than we think Fallout seventy six is going to be. 
Well, what we say Fallout 76 is going to be 25 years after 77, so that's, what, 2102? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's 59 years. Yeah. Uh, the Brotherhood discovered the presence of a new enemy. Uh, in October, which apparently is the shit month in the future, going forward, just remember, just, just stay inside, everybody. That's, that's, my, rec- that's my recommendation. Yeah. Um, a Except group of Halloween. knights... What? Except for Halloween. Go out on Halloween. Got a trick or treat. For the other 30 days, stay inside. Because one, uh, a lot of things are going to happen. You're going to get a new job. Turns out your boss is experimenting on people behind a closed door. Uh, Then your boss's boss is going to go crazy and shoot himself in the head. You're going to have to execute a bunch of people. Then the world is going to end. You know, it's really not worth it. It's not worth it. Just stay inside. Just just have some nice, just have a nice month of like Instagram photos of your food. Who cares? Do weird experiments on your pets. If you turn your dog into a centaur, who cares? Yeah. He'd be kind of cute, maybe. <laughs> He's kind of cute, maybe. I mean, in a horrific ice, kind of way. Yeah, if ice had more legs. <laughs> and there were human hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah which kind of cute. Cast how peacefully sleeping she is, and they want to mutate her. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can mutate my cat in that case. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Screamer, if she was just like big enough to ride, I think that'd be sick. Screamer is a really good name for a mutant, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, they discovered a dead super mutant. In October of 2161. Now, at this point, they were just like, wait a second. What? How? Who? How did this happen? After examining the creature, the master scribe, Vri, determined that the monster was sterile. So it's like, if nobody's been fucking, yeah. this oh. thing's coming from somewhere. How are we getting new super mutants? We got to find it. Exactly. The FEV far- is out there. Exactly. So these aren't. None of did the super mutants from that were originally experimented on. What happened to all of them? Did they get cold or what? Some of them must have survived. Okay. Because the vats of FEV were still around. Vats. That's a mechanic of Fallout. Yes, but oh. the, so <laughs> it, it is. Yeah, in Fallout tanks, Three. Yeah. yeah, Fallout Three. But they're they called the vats. In, yeah, yeah. Before was, vats was a vats. The, <laughs> before vats were vats. Vats, vats was vats. Yeah, so, vats right? like a big old container with a yeah, bunch of water like that usually tank. soak things in or? yeah yeah or in our instant in in our context here uh <laughs> full of evil goo yeah goo goo it's what you store goo in yeah, I think. yeah. you got a goo containment system yeah you call it a vat call it a vat yeah exactly um so that's what they were thinking they were just like hey gotta come from somewhere because this thing sterile this one specimen is sterile meaning i'm just gonna come to a conclusion here that immediately they're sterile. probably all sterile yeah, yeah. let's be real okay um and everybody was just like that's hey, yeah that's, that's probably like that's a good assessment yeah. turns out he was right that's or Darwinism. they were right i actually didn't check scribe free man he, she, he, she, girl them. guy he, she, lady it or they. yeah them you Pick just your say they, yeah if you just say they you're always safe yeah. vri yeah. determined that they were sterile the super mutants they not the vri they <laughs> you know what this is too hard um the elders also sent out several scouts north and east into the badlands only one returned from the east reporting an encounter with 20 super mutants and none at all returned from the north uh the council however could not reach an agreement on how to act even as the hub merchants the hub being the largest town in the wasteland on the west coast uh their caravans started disappearing in the northern wastes uh, the elders refused to act until they were fully certain that there was an army massing in the northern mountains. They were like, listen, I understand that everybody's disappearing, but unless you can prove that it's an army doing it, I'm not going to. We're not going to do anything about exactly. it. Exactly. It could uh, be a cold. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe they all just got their sniffles. They decided to stay in. Hey, it is October. Most maybe, people stay in. 
Maybe there's a very big, well-disguised hole full of pointy sticks somewhere out there that everybody's <laughs> just falling into. Uh, I don't fucking know. The giant bungee pit. <laughs> yeah, big bungee pit. A bunch of dried leaves over a hole full of pointy sticks. <laughs> who, uh, mm, who, I'm not psychic. <laughs> right? Uh, the impasse was broken by the arrival of... Artur. Uh, no. Hmm? What'd you say? Arthur Maxson. No! You, the player, you listening right now. The oh, Vault Dweller from Fallout Vault 2? 13. Fallout 1. Oh, this is Fallout 1. Yeah, the impasse was broken by the that. arrival of the Vault Dweller. Having rescued a Brotherhood initiate from bandits in the hub, the merchant town, uh-huh. uh, the Dweller visited the Brotherhood and accepted the mission to the Glow. The Glow... is like a super irradiated place, right? It is, but do you know what it used to be? Uh, Great place to start Los, An- Los Angeles. Ooh, not close. We're going to talk about that so- soon. San Fran. I said a great place to start a family. San Fran. Nope, 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 nope. No. It was West Tech. Oh. West Tech, <laughs> West, West Tech was obviously subjected to a direct nuclear strike, what with the fucking invention of laser weapons and power armor. Power armor, yeah. And in the post-war was known as the glow oh, because cool. of the high levels of radiation that caused an aurora-like effect to emanate out of the pit what which it resided in. Okay, that's cute. Uh, yeah, it is a good place to raise a Great family yeah, if you family. want uh, skinny bald children. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't, but whatever. Teach their own. I'm not going to teach how to raise your fucking kids. <laughs> oh my god, childhood obesity is a problem. Parenting tips with the lore boys. Yeah, lore <laughs> yeah. boys canon. Consider a pit of radiation. Radiation. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be our fifth podcast. Is how to raise <laughs> how how do you raise your kids? How to raise how yeah. to train your kids? How to train your dragon? How to train your kids? Three. Yeah, three. It looks, <laughs> looks good. Well, absolutely, actually, like about 18 to 19 years, they kind of look more like a dragon than a kid. Yeah, that is true. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. In 18, 19 years of, of radiation. And you've got your <laughs> fucking red-headed step centaur, and they're just like, blah, 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 Step centaur. And you're like, Jeremy, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just my go-to name. I'm sorry, real yeah. Jeremy. Yeah. Oh, I know you're listening to this. <laughs> um... Uh, the dweller surprised everybody by not only agreeing to go to the glow, but also surviving and returning from the glow oh, because shit. he or she had protagonist powers oh, to protect. It, it's like had the power of saves coming. Yeah. Huzzah! <laughs> F5, F9. Haha, you can't kill me. Um, the dweller surprised everybody. Bah, 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 bah. Then they came, they returned with an artifact, which was a disc that was on some other Brotherhood paladin that had gone there and died. Okay. Uh, they became the first outsider as well to join the Brotherhood of Steel in nearly 20 years. Okay. Uh, the Brotherhood shared what knowledge they had of some of the advanced technology with the Vault Dweller, allowing them to seek out the Master, the creator of the mutants, using the FEV vats. Okay. And destroy him in the Boneyard, which was the ruin of Los Angeles. Okay. So-called the Boneyard because the skyscrapers had all their glass blown Born out of the out. windows and they Just looked like... To- Skeletal Skeletons, pillars of yeah. bone riding out of the ground. That's cool. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, the Masters faction, I suppose you could call it, of creating the super mutants. So the Master, I guess I'll describe him to you. Yeah, please. Um, he, is, he was a real person whose name I did not write down. He was friends with Harold, who is the talking tree Oh, in cool. Fallout 3. Fallout 3. Harold, yeah. like, as in, like, the, the traditional name Harold with an A, or Harold, like, the... H-E error. The name. The name, okay. The name. Uh, so Harold is a character like Fallout. Harold of yeah. radioactive Fallout. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, the, the, the Herald yeah. of the Times, exactly. Yeah. Um, so Harold is in Fallout 1, 2, and 3. In Fallout see, that's 1, 
he has a small tree named Bob growing out of his head. <laughs> or it's more of a it's more of a branch. Yeah, yeah. He it looks like he's a ghoul, but the branch gives him away. He is an FEV mutant because him and his buddy, whose name I forgot, and I'm sorry I didn't write it down, had had stumbled across the Mariposa military base and then fallen into the vats. Oh, so okay. Harold came out as kind of like a desiccated husk with a tree, tree growing out of his How head. How does a tree fall into a vat? Harold's a person. Bob is a tree. So Harold has a tree growing out of him? Yeah. Gotcha. And then in Fallout 2, it's slightly larger. And then at some point between Fallouts 2 and 3, he ends up going to DC, where he ends up getting overwhelmed by the weight of the tree, and he turns into a talking tree. Yeah. Gotcha. And no spoilers, that's a great question. It is. Okay. Fallout 3 has nothing but good quests. Yeah. Because from what I recall, there's only 30. Yeah. You know, like Skyrim and Fallout 4 have 100, 200 quests. You cannot write that much content and have it all be good. All be good. Fallout 3. Hey, tell that to the Witcher, man. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Well, okay. This is pre-Witcher. This yeah. is pre-Witcher. Okay. There's Fallout nobody that. There's nobody that talented. Well, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Let, no? Okay. Let's be real. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. It's all such a spectrum too, though, because like you yeah, hear all these stories of like, fuck, The Witcher was amazing, but the developers were worked down to their bones exactly, to get this yeah, yeah. thing out, right? And Art I, I is love it, but yeah. I wish that. It but there was there was thirty odd great quests in Fallout Three. And the one with Harold the Tree is one of the best ones. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. One of the, awesome. But the I ending mean, to it is just... As amazing. far as I recall, in the vanilla Fallout 3, no expansions, uh, including the story, there are 36 quests total. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. All around, because they're all handcrafted, they're all multi-staged, they're yeah, all multi-everything. There's none of this, go here, kill a guy, come back, I'll give you 20 bucks sort of shit. Yeah. It's all fantastic. The one with Harold is fantastic, because there's like five or six different ways to finish that quest. Yeah, exactly. Anyway... Harold and his buddy fall into some vats. His buddy turns into the master, who is basically a pool of meat fused oh, to a sentry turret that has a partially melted human head on a spindly neck <laughs> in the middle, another side that's just an eyeball, and another side that I think is like this big gross arm, and uh-huh. he speaks. They actually have three voice actors who voice him at the same time, oh, that's and cool. it's a really like good effect. Harmony, yeah. yeah, it's a really, really good effect. It's a mm. it's a neat effect established uh, 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 that they used to, to good effect in System Shock 2 as well. Um, the Many, which again is another meat abomination, yeah, yeah. also speaks in multiple voices, one of which is my boy Steven Russell, who voices Nick Valentine in Fallout 4, oh, the cool. robot detective. This triple-talking... character. Yeah, this triple-talking chili gun, what is his... Like, the meat pool, what is he? The master? Yeah. Oh, he's he, the master. He just yeah. wants to create... He is. He establishes the faction called the Unity, and he just wants to dip dudes in vats of FEV yeah. to make more mutants. I love And make this. the most sustainable engine for mobile games. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love this, but, like... Jeff the Master and Harold are like walking through uh, Mariposa. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, they got a pool here. Sweet, man. You want to go for a dip? Yeah, sure, but I'm going to bring my sentry turret. That's cool. I'm going to bring this baby tree. And just going <laughs> to both jump in. <laughs> you mind if I water my sapling while we're there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no problem. Yeah, sure. I'm going to clean it, my gun. He's like the Charlie Brown tree. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> like a diving board and everything. Yeah, yeah. There's, or there's just like a shelf next to the pool, and they like splash the shelf, and like it falls over, and there was just one sentry turret and one tree <laughs> on the shelf, like both fall in the pool. Like. Don't get that gun wet. I won't. Oh, yeah, you stop can... splashing me with goo, man. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> having fun yeah yeah playing in the pool just, like, just two things on the, like a christmas tree and this fucking scented turtle yeah. <laughs> and seasonal yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, the, it's like a cardboard box it just yeah. says holiday decorations yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just like falls into it yeah. um he comes out as like a christmas monster <laughs> yeah it's like a box that says holiday decorations slash automated sentry turrets <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, defense plus Christmas. Sentinels <laughs> yeah. also have those really useful plugs where on the back of the plug you can just plug another one into. Oh them. yeah, yeah, so yeah. You can yeah. set up a bunch. You got a yeah. chain going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after the defeat of the Unity, the Masters faction, um, the brother at the hands of the Brotherhood at the hands. Well, uh, that technically at the not the Brotherhood. The yet. direct hands of the Vault Dweller who had joined oh. the Brotherhood at this point, right? Okay. You. The, the master's the last boss. You, the protagonist. Yeah. If you're if you have a high enough speech skill in that game, you can just convince him to kill himself. Yeah, yeah. you just be like, like a lot of Fallout. You were just like, hey man, stop it. Yeah, hey you. Ninety five percent to succeed. He's Cut just like, out. and he's just like, and okay, th- and then he just blows up. Three voices in unison proclaimed, okay. Well, <laughs> if you put it that way, you stay, su- me go. I suppose yeah. so. The Iron gotta, Giant swoops in, and takes him away. Yeah, pass, exactly. You have to pass. Where's the giant, Mansley? <laughs> you have to pass three ninety-five percent chances in a row. Yeah, yeah. You gotta give it. Yo, I'd life. fucking roll those dice. Yeah. The, the yeah. highest chance to hit in Fallout Three is ninety-five yeah. percent. Canonically speaking, in all Fallout games, even the bad ones, the highest chance to hit is ninety-five percent. You can never guarantee hit something. I gotta say, despite the fact I have barely ever missed on a ninety-five. In most of yeah. life, things that you try to You're do. Right. Yeah. is like a 95% most yeah. things in life. There's, there's very rarely you get 100% on anything, right? Especially speech. You get convinced. Ethan? Yeah? Kill yourself. No. Okay. See, I have really good speech towards him. Too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. like a 68%. Jamie has the perk, which gives him a plus 95% to uh, podcast co-host. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the perk's social media manager. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Nerd Slayer. <laughs> Nerd Slayer. Um, so after the destruction of the Unity, the Brotherhood grew confident in its status as the sole source of an advanced technology left to mankind. They were just like, well, you want it, we got it. Well, look at us. We got the biggest laser gun dick of all. And it allowed its prominence to it, it, its, its prominence and influence to wane, growing stagnant. Uh, the stagnancy made them unable to deal with a technologically superior enclave. Oh, um, when the Brotherhood learned of its existence around 2240, once the Enclave... Uh, so the Enclave, because they had the president and they were the shadow government before the war, continued to develop technology after the war was over. Oh, wow. That is why Enclave power armor and Enclave energy weapons are Better. objectively superior to the pre-war shit. So all oh. the power armor you find in the game... That is not, uh, I guess for you in Fallout 4, it's the X01 okay. power armor. That's yep. Enclave shit. Okay. That's the best power armor in the game. Cool. Um, that was developed after the war. Awesome. That's I cool. never did a, par- a power armor build because it was just cumbersome to find the power for the power yeah. armor. Those uh, rad tubes. Yeah, it's like, ah, I don't really want to look for those. But mini, it's mini cool. nuclear reactors. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, it is cool, though, that you walk around in a suit powered by a nuclear yeah. reactor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't like the fact you have to reload it in Fallout 4 because it's not canon up until that point where they're supposed to be self-sustaining for like four or 500 years. Yeah, exactly. but canon suit Which they would be. Was but, uh, exactly it, like a, a um a nuclear reactor is not like a battery where it's like it has a certain drain it just produces a steady amount of uh, yeah. energy over a given time but hey but hey maybe you say like the turbines wear out or something 
But anyway, the Enclave is the main villain in Fallout 2. Cool. And the Brotherhood was not prepared to face this because they just assumed that they, like you said, had the biggest dick in the West. Yeah. Turns out I they said the biggest laser gun dick. Whatever. Uh, which is cooler than turns just a regular out, dick. I hate that term, by the way. Like, the biggest dick in the West? Things, like, oh, it's the, the, it's the best because it's got the biggest dick. It's like, why don't we use any other way to describe it? Well, because that's how they're... I feel like that's kind of how they're describing so Whatever, the best, James. Got the biggest yeah. dick hurter. No, I think it's 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 the. I'll take a stand on this. It's the, it's the <laughs> false until you're dying. Yeah, on exactly. Whatever. Gun dicks. <laughs> they got the biggest titties in the West. If that's what you're yeah. fucking. I'm on board. The there we go. I yeah. got the biggest titties in the West. We can motorboat anybody. These <laughs> these titties are too big to fit my power armor. Oh, yeah, exactly. Or in your stupid enclave power armor. Uh. Anyway, they weren't ready for this. Because yeah, they okay. just assumed. And it, but the fact that the Enclave had been able to... Do, because the Enclave was based at this time on an oil rig that was offshore. And without an abil- the ability to go out to sea, you could not... Get to them. Get to them. So nobody really knew they were there. Okay. So they continued to develop science. They have better power armor. They have plasma weapons, of which are way more powerful than energy laser. than laser weapons. They're ridiculous. Um, once the Enclave was, however, destroyed, I didn't get into this whole thing. The okay. Enclave on the West Coast was destroyed by the Chosen One, which is the plot of Fallout 2. Two. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, the Enclave, once they thought that they were cool enough, decided to return to the mainland and start killing everybody. Everybody with just a hint of radiation in their body. If you were barely mutated because you were born in the 2160s and you were, whatever, 18 at this point, yeah, yeah. they were just like, nope, you're gross, I hate you, despite the fact you were totally a normal-looking yeah. person, not you're even icky. a ghoul or a super mutant yeah. or herald with a tree or a box of Christmas decorations that got a little wet, the FEV vat yeah, yeah. or whatever. They were just like, nope, gotta die. They were genetic purists. Okay. They were done. Um, however, in Fallout 2, not gonna go through that whole game, you beat him. You beat, you beat the last it. boss. Do you? You beat the last boss. Oh, wowie, wow. Exactly. You tell him to knock it off when the Iron Giant comes in and swoops him away. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, once the Enclave was destroyed by the Chosen One, the Brotherhood was without a foe to face, so they started to get a little bit bored. They were like, we got all these lasers, but none <laughs> to shoot. Let's go pick fights. Exactly. And they have plasma um, guns. Thank you very much. In an effort to end the stagnation, the Brotherhood expanded eastward. Uh, most notably, most notably, the formation of the Mojave chapter, which is the people you run into in Raja New Vegas. Yeah. Mojave. Oh, no, in, in, in New Vegas. New I thought Vegas. that the Mojave was in uh, three. Nevada. Nope. Okay. No. Well, New Vegas is kind of three. Yeah. Okay. It's, no, it's, it's a direct sequel to two. In, in uh, the other contingent that went east was a group led by Owen Lyons in 2254 that would eventually reach Washington, D.C. and the Capital Wasteland, which is the surrounding area. Oh, cool. um, on their way to the Capital Wasteland, the Brotherhood Expedition Force came across the ruins of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, in a single night, the Brotherhood swept through the city and eliminated any residents who put up a fight. Uh, this is known as the Scourge, okay. and the intent of the Scourge is hitherto unknown. We okay. have, we still have no idea why Elder Lions was just like they got into Pittsburgh, and he was just like, "Okay, um, you are going to ask everybody one question. If the answer is no, you're going to kill him." Yeah, <laughs> and they were like, "Okay, sir, yes, sir." That, yep, exactly. Order is received. Yeah. Although I will say, is this pre or post Fallout Three DLC? Do you know? This is pre. They have because they're moving east. They hit Pittsburgh before they hit DC. Okay, because they're the, coming east from California. There's a Fallout 3 DLC, 
which takes place in Pittsburgh called The Pit. I'm going to mention The Pit, actually. Oh, cool. Because The Pit... Well, I'm going to mention The Pit. I'm not going to mention what happens in the DLC because it's not Brotherhood related. Okay. But the reason it's the way it is is part of Brotherhood history. Okay, cool. Um, many in the Brotherhood note that it was it marked a change in the way that the Brotherhood operates. So we know from our experiences with Fallout 3 that the Brotherhood in Fallout 3 are kind of like the objective good guys. They're not yeah. so much they the okay. I xenophobic techno-fascists that they yeah. used to be because they seem like really intent on helping people. Yeah. Um, this is all due to Owen Lyons or Elder Lyons as he'll come to be known because yeah. it, he just kind of has a different opinion of things and when you get... He was in 3, right? He is. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Um, Lyons contingent left the city with about 20 children in tow who would later be initiated into the Brotherhood. So okay. they killed people, killed their parents, took the kids with them, initiated <laughs> into the Brotherhood. You, Timmy, you're coming with us. Yeah, exactly. Alright, mister. Yeah. What are you, you going to do? These two piles of dust can't feed you, so we'll take you, <laughs> we'll take you after oh, they dissolve the parents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hope they all call each other brother all the time. Do they? Hey, brother. They yeah. usually refer to each other by rank. Hey, brother. Yeah, they're all yeah. Randy Savage. Want to get yeah? Want to get some purified water, brother? Yeah. <laughs> sort of shit. Yeah. Uh, during the scourge, however, lions forces lions forces suffered only one casualty. Wow. This would be Paladin Ishmael Asher was buried by rubble during the fighting and presumed dead. However, Asher survived and established firm control of the pit, transforming it into an industrial powerhouse supported by the Brotherhood technological know-how. At the time of the pit, okay, Asher so. is the leader of. So that's the story of the, the DLC. Uh, it's well, been so long since I played. The DLC. If you play the DLC, Asher is already the leader, and you kind yeah, of either I mean, choose yeah. the Asher or the slaves. Okay. Yeah. But the reason he is there is because he was buried by rubble, and, and the left, Brotherhood left, left him left behind that's on sick. their way to DC. I really want to want to replay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I haven't played it ever. I want it's so fucking good. I'm gonna finish one. Might play two. You might as well. You might like it. I know. Like I, I personally don't like two, but I've got some friends who love both one and two and three and or all three rather. Yeah. Um, Lions group finally arrived in the capital wasteland in 2255. This being 22 years before Fallout 3, Mm -hmm. uh, establishing a base of operations within the Pentagon in the first few months. Though the Pentagon was largely destroyed, its sub levels remained completely intact. Okay. Uh, and the surviving stockpiles contained undistributed pre-war technology and weaponry to, sa- to sustain their operations. So they got shiny new power. They got all the caps, shiny new so. lasers. All the caps that money can spend on. As this this was pre-war. This was still pre-war power. Yes. Okay. Uh, it, the only people with post-war pow- power armor are the Enclave. Okay. Brotherhood pre-war. That's best what, pre-war best war. That's what, yeah. Yeah. Ex- that, that's that's it. what I thought. I was just yeah. like, well, they found it. The crown jewel, however. That they found in the Pentagon was. Do you guys want to guess? A crown jewel. No. Um, <laughs> it was. Um, better dead than red. No, it's that. Death that, is a preferable alternative to communism. That punching weapon. Oh, from the the, the giant. The, what's he called? Uh, yeah. His name. I know what you're talking about. The giant. The iron gold. The Iron Giant, basically. Liberty Prime. Liberty Prime. Liberty Prime. Okay. Liberty Prime is a 25-foot-tall bipedal robot that had been completed, and they intended to ship to Alaska, which is why it shouts nothing but anti-communist propaganda, but the world ended before they could get it out of the Pentagon. It is a giant robot with a laser eye that throws tiny atomic bombs like footballs and hates communists. Like football, yeah. so American. Oh, yeah. dude. It's, it's, so, that's the ending of Fallout 3, is like you follow this thing. As yeah. A, yeah. Well, you fix it, and then you follow yeah, this thing. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. Uh, yeah, so they intended to build Liberty Prime, ship them on over to Alaska, but sadly, you know, things come up. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes up, the world ends. Exactly. Your kid gets a cold. You can't go on that business trip. Yeah. Sometimes the world ends, yeah. and you can't ship your death robot to Alaska. <laughs> you know, fucking hashtag relatable. Am I right? Exactly. Oh, yeah, dude. I get it. I've been there. Mondays. Yeah, exactly. It's like, someone's got to catch oh, the Mondays. No. Uh, however, the discovery of Liberty Prime earned Paladin Lions a battlefield promotion to Elder. Because he was just like, okay, everybody, pay attention. Yeah. And he just stood in front of it. He just like pulled down a curtain that was yeah. very clearly too small. It's like, yeah. And it's like, we could already see it. So. Yeah. It's like, anyway, I think I deserve some credit for this. We're like, well, you know what? The death robot's pretty good. Yeah. You know what? We're, we're a bit picky here over on the Brotherhood, on the West Coast here. Yeah. California, we're pretty high and mighty. Yeah. But the robot, that's good. What are, what are we going to do? You're guys? in charge now. Yeah. <laughs> what are we going to do, guys? Did we find anything good? Oh, uh, let's see. I found this laser gun. I found this slingshot. Well, uh, I found a 25-foot-tall death robot. Yeah. Uh. I think uh, I think lions win. It's like a science fair. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> guy, with, guy with a slingshot just shoots, like, one stone to a robot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lions put, like, baking soda and vinegar at the top of the robot. <laughs> it's, it's like, like coming out. Like, <laughs> oh, like my God. Science fair. Dude. Like, there's, like, the, the, there's, like a laser gun. There's a slingshot. And there's, like, a 25-foot-tall robot. I was thinking about, like, what our artwork yeah. should be. That might be <laughs> That's it. Really it's just, one. like... <laughs> Liberty Prime with the, the paper just, mache just, volcano. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. You may, Maybe you found the Easter egg, yeah. kids. Or it's not even like on his head. It's just like you just see his feet, and then it's just like on one of his feet. There's like a little like paper foam. mache volcano. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's great. That's good. It's good. We, have, we have fun here. Go team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a family podcast. Exactly. <clears throat> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um... Anyway, as his new actions as Elder, uh, his new directive is to, uh, to, from his superiors from Southern California established a new and permanent brotherhood base in the Capital Wasteland. They were like, well, you know what? Sure, the White House and the Pentagon were there. We didn't really care about that the robot, though. D- a giant death robot. Maybe, Maybe we should want to kick around. See how this unfolds. Huh? All right. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what we're going to do with it. Maybe kill people, but probably yeah. not. But it's keep nice, it around. You it's know a nice what? thing to have in your back pocket. Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. You, you, need your, you need your trump card every once in a while yeah. where you're just like, haha, I had an ace up my sleeve. Haha, it was a fucking robot. Yeah, it was eyes. a giant death robot yeah. all along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait a second, pulls the wig off of it. Yeah. It's like, this is a giant robot. It's like married to a Chinese guy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and anyway, they also just decided to expand their search for technology. Uh, however, shortly after their arrival, Lion Scouts have identified a new threat in the area. In the area, a peculiar breed of super mutant-like beings. Um, they were infesting the deserted ruins of downtown DC. Concerned by their presence and convinced that they are the primary threat to the wasteland, Lions initiated a uh, proactive campaign of aggression to eradicate them. Yeah, that's like their whole thing in Fallout 3. Exactly. At the same time, they um, lent assistance to uh, two people named James and Catherine, a pair of scientists attempting to build a mass-scale purifier, intending to supply the wasteland with with a virtually inexhaustible source of fresh purified water, uh, reducing their dependence on local purification methods. Ultimately, Project Purity failed to take off despite Brotherhood involvement, and Project Purity died shortly after, together with Catherine, James's wife, and the player's mother. Yeah. Catherine and James are your parents, your parents in, in Fallout 3. 3. Oh. Liam Neeson is James. Liam Neeson, yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, like I was going to say, like my parents are like Robert and Anne. But yeah. Fine, yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's your grandparents in Fallout 3. 
Oh, okay. Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the East Coast Super Mutants became Lion's Obsession shortly thereafter. How had these mutants been created? Uh, where were they related? Were they related to the super mutants in New California in the West? Why were they capturing people? More importantly, and where were they taking them? Because the West Coast boys not big on the kidnappings, much more on the murder and the skin eating. Yeah, yeah, less big on the. I know a lot of people like cook a chicken. Skin's like their favorite part. Yeah, mine. I think I, from what I understand. <laughs> listen, I played Fallout three, three, four times. I understand. Uh, human skin, also the most delicious part. Because yeah. <laughs> it retains the most spice. Ooh. I've been marinating over here for, for a while, boys. So uh, yeah. you want to peel off a piece <clears> later. <throat> oh, yeah. oh you, you damn right. The second we're off air. <laughs> yeah. uh, his obsession would result in him going rogue, however, and cutting off contact with the Brotherhood on the West Coast completely. Because they were like, hey, uh, can you get us more TI-84 calculators? He's like, actually, there's a lot of skin-eating mutants over on this side. They were like, yeah. But the calculators, though, he's like, uh, uh, I'm sorry, you're breaking up, uh, crumpling up a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then he just hung up the phone. I, uh, I'm going through a tunnel. Yeah, uh, exactly. I gotta, I gotta let you go. I'm going a right now. And then they hang up. It's like, huh. Owen doesn't have a car. Uh, <laughs> yeah. His obsession would result in him going rogue and cutting off contact with the Brotherhood on the West Coast completely. And he changed his objective from recovering tech to eliminating the super mutants and protecting the people of DC. Which. Okay. No, the bros, but... not big on their whole protection thing. They care very much more about laser guns about killing, than they do killing mutants. exactly yeah. than they do. They, they care more about lasers than they do about killing mutants, but way more than they care about protecting people. Yeah. Uh, not everybody was happy about this, obviously. Obviously, because it's like, look, I was hired to pick up laser guns, not shoot laser guns. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah. My fing- the tips of my fingers are so smooth from doing nothing all my life. I'm not about to start getting calluses here, lions. Yeah. I literally signed up to make sure nobody would use these weapons. Exactly. Making me use these weapons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just going to get them fucking dirty. Yeah. Um, not yeah. everybody was happy about it. So these are the more zealous members of the Brotherhood of Steel, and they would break off and become the outcasts. Okay, and in yeah. Fallout 3, they're the guys in the black and red armor. Yeah. Those are the Brotherhood outcasts. Okay. They were all just right, like, all right, listen. All right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, you can. I spray painted my armor. You can count this as my resignation. I'm gonna go start my own brotherhood and wait for somebody cool to come and get me. Yeah. Cool. Um. Oh, right. Excuse me. The other person who is actually at the Pentagon in Fallout Three is a young man named Arthur Maxon. Oh, I know him. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, you do. Uh, the Lone Wanderer, who is the player character from Fallout Three, uh, would eventually come across Sarah Lyons. Uh, her name is, or her title is Sentinel Lions of the yeah. Lions Pride because the one thing that you cannot take away from humanity is their puns. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, and that is Owen Lyons' daughter. Lions, is, Lions is he Pride. called the Lone That's Wanderer? In three? The Lone Wanderer. But, so you've got the Vault Dweller, the Chosen One, the Lone Wanderer in three. So, in and then you've got the Courier. In seventy six, yeah. they want to make this um, a multiplayer game. Think of what Fallout has been up to this point, right? Lone Good. Wanderer, yeah. Yeah. Chosen One, all this stuff where they're so singular, right? Like, and now to make it a multiplayer game, it feels weird. Yeah. But anyways, one of the one of the Chosen Ones, one of the the Wanderers, yeah, one of the Vault Dwellers. <laughs> yeah. You're all equally special. It's just a fucking. If if this ends up being Fallout seventy six fucking subtitle participation medal, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> You're supposed to laugh, Jamie. Oh, um, right. Anyway, player character runs into Sarah Lyons, and yeah. he starts to assist them in uh, he fighting. 
that the player character, excuse mm-hmm. me, yeah, uh, starts fighting to help the Brotherhood fighting the super mutant threat. Uh, in return, they would help the Lone Wanderer complete their parents' dream, which is Project Purity, which is turning the Jefferson Memorial into, into a, a water purifier. Water purifier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Is drinking water funny to you, James? Come on. A little bit. A little bit turning like a. That they, that's what they need to turn into the pro, to like yeah like yeah. That, if they have you we need the protagonist of a video game stat yeah. we can't yeah. finish it otherwise there's a lot of ways to purify water and it's like oh well we need the Jefferson Memorial it's because like, it's because it's, it's close to the Potomac River it's oh, a location yeah. it's a location thing oh okay you gotta play Fallout Three dog it I really really do. really 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 yeah. really really do it'll totally run on your computer and it's fucking incredible it's I, I love it it's yeah. it's amazing um, interference however. For Project Purity came from bum, 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 guess the Brotherhood is no no wait it's the Enclave the Enclave uh, the Enclave of Raven Rock yeah. yeah exactly the Enclave having been blown fucking to Kingdom Come on the West, West Coast, Coast. was just like you know what I remember uh, when we were led by the president where did the president used to live oh Washington, Washington D.C. let's head there they went to the Raven Rock military base in which they had the Zach's supercomputer named John Henry Eden yeah. which then became the president of the United States yeah voiced oh, wow. by Malcolm McDowell which oh, technically cool. speaking could still be canon considering a computer would not have a real voice yep. you could still say that canonically speaking in the Fallout universe real actor Malcolm McDowell provided the voice for the Zach's presidential supercomputer so he'll live for another 150 years technically and then provide the voice yeah. in the same <laughs> oh. way that you can rewatch an episode of the simpsons now or here's a better example actually because none of those people are dead you can rewatch snow white uh-huh. right now all the people in that movie are dead because that movie was made in the 30s uh-huh let's be real uh-huh so kind of like that kind of like the opposite though isn't it actress who played snow white is to malcolm mcdowell playing John Henry. Oh yeah, I guess Malcolm McDowell would only have to report before the fallout. Correct. Yeah. Just enough words where a computer could create sentences. They already have that with his voice. They already yeah. have that. They, they, they can make someone say things that they don't exactly. want to say. Yeah. There we go. Canon. Yeah. Actual Lore Malcolm. McDowell. Lore boy's yeah. canon. Yeah. Actual Malcolm McDowell died, and his legacy would be to become the Zack supercomputer that would lead the United States in twenty two seventy seven. Um, and this is President John Henry Eden. Yeah. Uh, he's at Raven Rock, which is just north of DC, from what I recall. Um, and the fight between the remnants of the Enclave and the Brotherhood of Steel would eventually inspire them to complete and release Liberty Prime and complete Project Purity. So now you can comfortably with drink the out uh, with the help of the Lone Wanderer, of course. Now you can comfortably drink out of the Potomac River without fear of having radiation poisoning or, you know, yeah. uh, giant man-eating crabs, which yeah. is also a big problem <laughs> that in is that area. That is absolutely huge. Myrlux. Yeah, yeah Myrlux, well, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the Enclave, however, on its last legs during the Broken Steel expansion would be pushed back to Adams Air Force Base, where they actually managed to destroy Liberty Prime with an orbitable, uh, orbital um, artillery strike. Yep. Uh, however, with the help of the Lone Wanderer, the Brotherhood of Steel managed to turn the artillery against the Enclave and destroy them once and for all. Mm. The reason you have no idea who the Enclave is is because they tried the West Coast, they tried the East Coast, yeah. Best Coast, Beast Coast. <laughs> they couldn't do it. Okay. They couldn't pull it together. The only thing left of the Enclave is plasma weaponry and the X-01 the power, power armor, armor that you can get okay. and call it for. Yeah, which I never really touched. I only 
I picked up power armor if it was in front of me, and then I would wear it until it died. Yeah, until it was out of batteries. Yeah, I literally when I the short time that I played, every time I found power armor, I would grab it, bring it to my base, and never touch it again. Oh yeah, I did that. Park it. Exactly, I did that too. Yeah, you can fast travel home with it, and then just like leave it there. Yeah, it would drain the battery though. I thought that was a nice detail. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometime later, uh, sometime in the next year, here's where stuff gets. Like, really, really spicy, and this is why I'm kind of sad that Fallout 76 isn't Fallout 5, because I can't talk about the canon anymore. Okay. Uh, sometime in 2278. Now, Fallout 4 is in 2281, for the oh, record. Shit. Yeah. Sort of. That's when you wake up. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. It is it is still a sequel to 3, despite the fact it starts but on the day the world You ends. go back yeah. to sleep, though, right? Like it, it, it's it's twenty two seventy seven when the bomb drops when you're running. It is twenty seventy seven. Oh, okay. When the bomb oh, drops dude, and then you are then you defrosted in twenty two eighty one. It's this yeah. third. It's the the third decimal point from like in the positives that yeah, I keep yeah. forgetting. I <laughs> yes. messed this up in the yeah, last yeah, episode yeah, yeah, of this yeah, one too. Like honestly, that it's the hundreds. Yeah. The hundreds yeah. never makes a difference in my day to day life. <laughs> so as soon as we get into this stuff, it's like gets yeah. weird on me. I'm sorry. Are you are you not planning to live a hundred years and you haven't figured this out? You fool. I was Jesus born in ninety one. Born in ninety one. If I make it to twenty one ninety one, then I'm doing okay. <laughs> but I don't Not expect bad. it. Yeah. Sometime in twenty two seventy eight, a year after Fallout three ends, air quotes. Yeah. Put put those in in post as usual. Um, Elder Lyons, Owen Lyons, dies of old age, leaving his daughter Sarah Lyons in charge. However, this also left a behind a bit of a power vacuum that would be exploited by Arthur Handsome Boy Maxon. Okay. Okay, uh, so despite her critical leadership role, Sarah continued to fight on the front lines. Uh, this proved to be a costly mistake, as later in that same year, she was killed in battle, and Lion's Brotherhood of Steel would stumble to find an effective leader for several years until Arthur Maxon would become the new elder, who okay. is the guy from Fallout Three. There, uh, Fallout Four, excuse me. There is a very, very good um, computer entry that you can hack out of Arthur Maxon's computer. Which is the, um, like, uh, it's it's the transcribed conversation from the radio between Sarah Lyons and Arthur Maxon, where she is out on the front lines and her entire platoon has been killed. Okay. And she's just like, yo, I need help. Yo, I need help. Come and get me. Come and get me. Come and get me. (laughs) Basically. And then the person on the other end of the radio is just like, oh, no. Looks like I accidentally gave her the walkie-talkie that didn't have batteries in it. (laughs) She can't call for help anymore and had a very unfortunate accident and was killed in the line of duty. She was indirectly assassinated by by Arthur Arthur. Maxson, which is why when we come back to Fallout 4, um, the Brotherhood is back to being the kind of borderline genocidal yeah. techno fascists that we when they kind of have come that. exactly you had they had their brief kind of flirtation their brief redemption with yeah. humanitarian ideals yeah. <laughs> until someone was just like no they let's go back to genocide yeah, yeah, let's go I, back to genocide. I can't remember what the fucking name of the movie is they willem defoe her though they left her in the jungle to get shot in the back it's platoon they platooned yeah. they platooned her they platooned sarah lyons super hard she's on the cover yeah. just like with her arms outstretched, <laughs> looking at this guy getting shot in the back by the Viet Cong, yeah. or in this case, Switch the, game su- too. The, su- the platoon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they um, had made a strategic retreat and left Sarah Lyons behind. Left her to die. Uh, Arthur Maxon would become the new elder, as we know from Fallout Four. 
Um, under Arthur's leadership, the Brotherhood of Steel would repair and construct a huge airship at the Adams Air Force Base, where they defeated the Enclave, and returned to their original mission of recovering technology. Um, this managed to bring back the Outcasts, where they were just like, hey, no, we're cool again, guys. Sorry. We had that new girlfriend. Um, what, what is it? Um, empathy. We broke up with, <laughs> we broke up with her. Yeah. We're leaving her behind. We're back in the fold. We're back in here, man. We're bros, right? And the outcasts were just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> we cool, man. We cool. Um, so they took their big-ass, badass airship and flew over to the ruins of the... Uh, M- it's it, in, to Boston. It's MIT, but it is the... CIT in Fallout 4. It is the Commonwealth Institute of Technology because they knew that that was one of the biggest central focal points of technology in the old world. Um, And since that game has four faction endings, there is no current canon, and this is the end of our Brotherhood of Steel episode. Cool. Awesome. So cool. Yeah, give a lot of context to like yeah. who they are. I didn't really know much about them. I don't take the time to read a lot of. Uh, I mean, you're also five games behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it really, really, really makes me want to play Fallout. Now. Yeah, any yeah. any of them, honestly. Yep. It's I, uh, actually making me want to play Fallout 4, which is a big deal. I started installing Fallout 3 uh, before I came here, so yeah, I'm going to go home and play it uh, after we're done recording. It really nice. making me want to play Fallout 3. Oh, so bad. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. I love that. I, I honestly kind of feel at first. Before I found that entry, I was just like, man, I can't believe they killed off, like, both the lions off-screen. But since they have, like, such a good kind of, like, dark off-screen death, I'm like, oh, no, wait, that's actually super cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And it is kind of cool because it's, like, I like, like, the symbolism of, like, in 4, your character, like, gets frozen and, like, wakes up in like this different world and it's almost like going from three to four in terms of the brotherhood of steel that's kind of like what happens yeah like you yeah. just wake up in a different world you're like like what the fuck this isn't the brotherhood of steel that i remember from the end of fallout 3 yeah so yeah which is, yeah i love it yeah. time man time um anyway if you want to learn more about fallout maybe you could watch e3 which is coming to an end when you're listening to this episode yeah. now uh, if you want to go back to um at the lore boys on twitter or uh lore boys podcast on facebook which is also at the Lore Boys, I guess. We got a couple of couple of spicy, some hot takes on everything that we may have found interesting that yeah. was announced and or developed or underdeveloped, for that matter. Yeah. Um, so check all that out on our social media. If you wanted to check Jamie out on yeah. social media, yeah. How how doth one pursue me? Uh, you can find me on uh, <laughs> James the Miller. I, I thought you were going to end that sentence, but it was left up for me. So yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think that's a proper Shakespearean sentence. How doth one pursue? Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, you can find me uh, Shrugs on, and Shakespeare. on uh, <laughs> Facebook, uh, James D. Miller, T.H.E. Miller. Uh, that's my personal Facebook. Add me up and we'll play some games on uh, PSN, J-A-Y-M-I-L-L-K-64. If you want to add me on Fortnite, I play a lot of that game, and you can find me at T-L-B underscore J-M-I-L, J-A-Y-M-I-L, and T-L-B stands for the Lord Boys. Uh, if you find me there, um, we'll play some duos, some squads. Uh, we'll play some s- solos, and we just won't talk to each other. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be nice. We'll just play Fortnite at the same time, <laughs> completely apart from each other. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and how about Ethan? I'm at Ethan the Dead Man. That's it. Good. Um, 
yeah, I mean, we're looking to branch out into some new shit. Um, get onto our Facebook page, like I said, The Lore Boys, and let us know what you want to see from us, whether it be news, whether it be reviews, opinions, um, meme compilations, which I'm not willing to put the effort into, but if you want to vote for that, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, I am at Pete O'Donoghue on Twitter. I do the artwork for uh, loreboys.wordpress.com. Is it the Lore Boys? No, Lore Boys. Loreboys.wordpress.com. That's our current site. Maybe we'll get our own domain soon. Yeah, I think uh, we want to, Like I said, we want to do some new shit. If you have any suggestions that you're just thinking of that we may not have thought of, tweet it to us. Put it out on our Facebook. Check out our E3 coverage put on a piece retroactively. Put that on our Facebook. Put that on our fucking whatever. Um, yeah. And then, of course, yeah. twitch.tv slash the lore boys, where you can see Jamie and Ethan and maybe me once in a while. Uh, yeah. uh, if you're listening to this, like, uh, near time recording, um, a great friend at work, um, Cody, or no, sorry, Dylan, uh, actually lent me God of War. So, God of War stream's coming up soon. Oh, God of, oh, Dad of Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Dad, <laughs> Dad of Boy coming up soon. Yeah. 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 Finally. Uh, and for anyone who wants to support us financially, like Jamie mentioned earlier in the episode, he's been marinating <coughs> for a couple weeks now. Uh, we're putting him on the grill tonight. Uh, he should turn out really well. We're going to be uh, taking a couple strips of them, putting them in envelopes for anyone who, su- who signs up for Lord Boys Premium. First 15, there's our, only so much meat to go around. Our monthly subscription. We'll get a pack of uh, thin pieces of, of meat. We're calling them Slim Jims. Yeah. <laughs> and that constitutes it. And Lord Boys, out. follow. Uh, funnily enough, this is a little tidbit about a uh, different game that we are not currently covering. Um, a new tech startup called themselves XCOM. X-C-O-M. Oh, yeah. XCOM. And oh. then the people who make XCOM were just like fucking razzing their balls on Twitter. It was uh, so fucking oh, yeah? funny. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. He was like the, the guy. I can't remember his name. The, the lead designer on the current XCOM games. He's just like, yeah, okay, listen, guys. Most of our development is... Uh, done by capturing and chopping up our victims so i don't know man i don't know how you're supposed to develop your technology but you better bring a, you better bring a hacksaw that's amazing yeah. get on then not uh, being like PUBG and being like you have a frying pan in your game we're gonna sue you uh, <laughs> dude yeah that's what what's going on right now is PUBG is suing fortnite if you're listening to the future in korea only happen. yeah no they're, they're suing them because it's a battle royale game and then they took over by if you want to do that, like, oh, Wolfenstein, you should really sue Call of Duty because you kind of got first-person shooters first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. I, I have never lost more respect for someone I respected quicker that fast in recent memory, yeah. to, to be honest. Yeah. Brendan Green, if you're listening, I know you're not. Might be. Cool your jets, homie. Yeah, Honestly. Cool. No, it's, it's cool. Yeah. It's Sorry, a- Fortnite is recognizable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My bad. Sorry, yeah. I can pick it out of a crowd. Yeah. Sorry, you um, made a Daisy clone. What? I said, sorry, you made a Daisy clone. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah exactly. Uh, Just poured a Daisy to some fucking yeah. shitty yeah. fucking island. Yeah. 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 Daisy, anyway, 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 yeah, okay. anyway. Anyway, anyway. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll, 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 maybe we'll do a special episode, the lore of the uh, Fortnite v. PUBG law. <laughs> law, law yeah. yeah. I'd rather Drop. we just did it ourselves after this. We just printed out pictures of Brendan Green and take poops on it after the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. If you want. Call it Poop G. (laughs) Poop G. (laughs) I hate myself for saying that. (laughs) Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 